Well, hello, Sats here. I hope you're doing very well today. Uh, Thanksgiving is your time and welcome to C3 Reflect. Let me just encourage you, if you're new, visiting, checking us out online, why don't you just hit subscribe, hit that button so we can uh, stay connected and uh, we've got plenty more content to encourage you, lift your spirit and help you. And uh, we're actually coming right to the end of our series. It's week five of the 5 a.m. club. Man, this has been epic and I uh, hope you've got a lot out of it uh, if you've been tracking with us all of this time and we've really been talking about this idea of the integration between the spiritual things and physical things and uh, so often we like to separate those two things so we make spirituality this kind of floaty aloof sort of idea and it's all a bit serious and uh, I don't know it's kind of the idea of become like a monk going off into the wilderness somewhere to pray all day uh, and that's what we tend to think of as spirituality, whereas in actual fact, when we look at the scripture, we see that true spirituality is always integrated into the physical. Um, all discipline has to culminate in the physical. Romans says that, hey, we've got to present our, our bodies as a living sacrifice to God, which is a, a spiritual act of worship. And so true spirituality is actually supposed to be integrated into the physical. We see this in Jesus, uh, who died a physical death died on a cross. I mean, you don't get much more physical than that. It was raised to life from the grave. Uh, comes back with a body, eating food, wounds in his hands. And uh, it's just amazing. And so over this month for the 5 a.m. club, we've been getting up at 5 a.m., working out, streaming it live on Instagram. We've been praying together at lunchtimes. And uh, hey, uh, it's been such a, a great time. Um, so that's awesome. Well, today's message is called Ripped. And I uh, just wanted to take a few moments to look at some big topics uh, around suffering, around brokenness. And uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because I think the new year is always a great time to reflect and to think about, um, hey, what, what am I carrying into this new year? Uh, what am I carrying that I've been through as I travel into this threshold? So it's a great time to just kind of reflect. Uh, how am I doing? How's my soul? How's my emotional health? How's my mental health? How, how am I? And uh, as we're already coming fairly into the new year, I think it's a great chance as we close this series to, uh, to really just take us some time to, to examine that. And, uh, and, and Jesus says these words in John 16 that I, I just find super encouraging. It's verse 33. He said, I've, had, I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace. It says, in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I think we've got to be careful that we don't oversell Christianity. Um, because I think sometimes, we, this is what we tend to say, we say, come to Jesus, everything will be great. Like all your problems will disappear. Everything will be great. It's kind of like this, this it's just like a, becoming a follower. Oh, you don't have any problems anymore. And it's simply not true. And hopefully you figured that out by now. Uh, that, that, that being Christian doesn't mean that you escape the troubles and difficulties of the world. Jesus says it exactly here. He says, you will experience tri tribulation. <laughs> you are going to suffer in this world. You are going to walk through difficulties. And I know you're thinking like you came to be encouraged today. And <laughs> here I am reminding you that there's going to be difficulty. But, 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 but you know what I think is so interesting is you see, see, see every human being, Christian or not Christian, regardless of faith or religion or philosophy or background, every single human being is going to experience suffering. It's going to experience difficulty. The difference for the Christian is that we have a promise from Jesus 
that says that he has overcome the world. It's really interesting. I'm, I'm not particularly, uh, you know, knowledgeable about all things fitness, which is funny considering we're doing this, this series. But one thing I do know is that if you want to build up some muscle mass, you got to lift some weights. And what happens is, is, is the, the, your body is put under stress. Your muscles are, are put under stress. So much so that you're carrying things that actually destroy the, the, the muscle fibers. It actually breaks them apart. See, see, the only way you can get stronger is by going through that process. There's, there's no way to get stronger without going through that brokenness. Which is why if you want to get ripped, you're going to get strong, you're going to get the six pack, all that stuff that everybody wants. The, the only way to do it is to go through a physical breaking. To, to get ripped, you have to allow the fibers to be ripped. That's why it's called that. And so what's so interesting to me is that every single one of us as human beings is going to travel through brokenness. It's going to travel through difficulty, stuff that will break us on the inside. But I have some great news for us today because Jesus says right here, take heart for I have overcome the world. See, see, everybody's going to go through suffering, but not everybody is going to walk through healing. Everybody's going to have brokenness, but not everybody is going to find that, that God will build something of their life. Why? Because it's only in Jesus. Bible tells us that the spirit that is on the inside of us is greater than the spirit of this world. I think sometimes we have so much sort of blind optimism in our world. So much just blind sort of faith. Like everything's going to be great. I always think, how do you know that? <laughs> like it's not based on anything. Like that's the problem with positive thinking is it sounds like a nice idea, but it's not based on anything. It's not based on, uh, there's no anchor for your future. But because of Jesus, we have an anchor. We have hope in our future. Why? Because Jesus, we've got the words of Jesus saying, hey, take heart. What you've been through, I will carry you through. And so I want to encourage us today, as we arrive in 2023, you may have traveled to this point with baggage and brokenness, but I believe today that God can make something beautiful out of your pain. God can make something beautiful out of your brokenness because strength has to be built upon weakness. The only way to, to, to overcome is to actually go through this, this, this breaking. And, and, and this is the testimony of every Christian. See, Jesus ended up in resurrection. You can't get resurrected unless you die first. That's, that's just how it works. So, so the story and the wonder of the Christian message is, is birthed out of pain is birthed out of suffering. And we know that, that the Bible tells us, hey, we're going to follow Jesus to the cross. And so we're going to find that the things that we walk through as we enter into this year can actually become a source of hope, a source of strength as God builds. I want to speak that over your life today because some of you are carrying some things and, 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 and some pain on the inside of you. You've just thought there's no overcoming this. There's no overcoming that pain in your mind. There's no overcoming the rejection of that relationship. There's, there's, no, there's no moving past this point. There's no uh, being able to get over that thing, that, 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 that situation. How are we going to navigate through? I want to prophesy over you today. I want to speak over your life that because of Jesus, you can take heart. This is no positive thinking. This is about the anchor of your future. You have a God who loves you, who cares for you, and is for you. And if you bring your life to Him, you're going to find that healing will flow in your life and that strength will be built 
upon a weakness. 2023 can be the year of the power of God at work in you. 2023 can be the year of the story of God's faithfulness and his goodness because it is definite that every single one of us will travel for brokenness in this world, but it is not definite that every single one of us will experience healing. We're going to bring ourselves to Jesus. Take heart. I have overcome the world. Proverbs 24 uh, verse 16 says it like this. It says, for the righteous falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. It's like we, we all have moments of calamity. We all have moments of tragedy in our life. We all have things that have happened to us and things that we've walked through. And if you haven't yet, you will soon <laughs> because that's life. Life is full of all sorts of pain and suffering. But I love this, this declaration over the righteous. The people who follow Jesus says that they, they fall seven times and yet they rise again. See, 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 what's different about you, friend, is that you're going to rise again. People of faith, we're going to rise again. Let me speak that over you. You're going to rise. Wherever you are right now, you're going to rise again. You're going to rise again. Why? Because the righteous, even though they fall seven times, they make this decision to get back up. And my prayer for you today is that you would make the decision to move forward. You would make the, the decision to grow. You would make the decision to take a step of faith and trust in Jesus. I want to give you just, just seven pains that we have to endure, that God can use. And these, maybe some of these you've experienced already, and maybe you will experience some of these in your, in your future. I'm I don't wish pain on anyone. <laughs> I don't wish suffering on anyone, but I just know in this life we travel through things. And if we don't talk about it, if we don't understand how to navigate it, we're going to be completely floored and surprised by the pain of this life. But know instead that Jesus has overcome the spirit of this world and there is hope. I'm going to give you seven things. The first uh, pain that many of us have to overcome is betrayal. Betrayal. Oh my gosh. I mean, Jesus had to overcome betrayal. He was betrayed by one of his friends, one of his closest, his disciple, Judas. And we go, oh, Judas. But Judas was his friend. Jesus is, Judas is in all the stories. He's, he's in all the, uh, the parables. He's in the environment. He's eating every day with this guy. And Jesus is the guy who sold him out. And even at the point where Jesus is arrested and all of the disciples leave him. They all abandon him. Jesus navigates betrayal. And betrayal is, is, is this thing we go through that, 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 that is supposed to teach us about forgiveness. And this is the thing because strength can only be built on weakness. It's only for our brokenness that, that we actually grow. And so because God loves you and because God cares about you, he allows you to walk through pain. Because his vision for you is, is not that you would just survive, but that you would become strong. And so when I talk to people who have been through trauma, been through things, you find one or two things. People either live with the, the, the aftermath and live tethered to that moment or somehow they overcome and they rise above it. It doesn't change what happened, but they're somehow stronger as a result. And that's what betrayal does. Betrayal teaches you about forgiveness. And forgiveness, by the way, is not about saying that was okay, that was right, that was good. Forgiveness does not mean that there's a restoration of relationship. When people do things to you, when people betray you, it doesn't mean you've got to be best friends with them. It doesn't mean you even have to talk to them. Forgiveness is about making the decision, I'm not going to allow that person to control my future. So, okay, there's a moment in my past where that person influenced and affected me, where they betrayed me or whatever it was. 
But now I'm gonna actually make the decision I'm not gonna hold on to that moment anymore. I'm not gonna hold on to that person so that they, they will no longer have control in my life over my future. I'm gonna release them. And instead of me feeling that burden to deliver justice, I'm gonna make a decision to hold up my hands and to say, I'm not gonna do it anymore. I'm gonna leave justice up to God and forgive that person. Doesn't make it right, doesn't make it okay. What we're gonna find is that we're gonna get stronger. We're going to experience forgiveness flowing through us. That we're no longer captive to the opinions of others. Why? Because we went through betrayal. The second pain that many of us are going to go through is the pain of grief. Grief. Grief is, I mean, we've seen many of us will have lost people in the pandemic or, or know people that we've lost. But grief is not just about death. Grief is about any sort of loss. I my heart goes out to all of the teenagers and 16, 15 year olds who, who lost a year, two years of their life of, of some of the most crucial social uh, interactions of their life, the time that is formative. And then when I think back to myself as a 14, 15, 16 year old and some of those relationships and, the, and that, that self-growth that takes place at that time because of the pandemic, so many people lost. Others of us lost friendships, lost community, lost uh, all sorts of things, lost time, lost opportunities, lost our hopes and our dreams, lost our momentum. And all of it is legitimate. All of it, uh, every single loss is always painful. And we're gonna understand that the grief is actually a phenomenal opportunity to, to, to learn about gratitude. See, what's so painful about grief is it's loss. We're grieving a loss. We're grieving something that we had to let go of. It's only when you understand that, that actually the things that we let go of were things that we once had. That's why grief is so painful, is because we're, we're, we're acknowledging that we lost something that was wonderful. We lost a great job. We lost a great friendship. But actually what we can find is that this can become a great opportunity to say thank you, Jesus, for that season, for that friendship that was only there for six months, but for six months that was a wonderful friendship. For that job that was there for three and a half years instead of five and a half, and yet for three and a half years, that was a wonderful. For that person that we cared about, who sadly passed away, that we got to have that time with them. And when, when, when we process grief properly, we actually find ourselves in a place of gratitude. It doesn't make it less painful. It doesn't make it less, less difficult to travel through, but understand that God can build something of strength upon your life, upon the brokenness of our pain and our suffering. The third thing, pain that we travel through is loneliness. Loneliness is something we've all experienced these last few years, been stuck at home, looking around, wondering where our friends really are, wondering who's gonna check in with us. And loneliness can be a great opportunity for us to learn about vulnerability. And sometimes it's not so much that people don't care, it's just that they don't know. And so we need to learn as we mature as Christians that we need to integrate our lives with others. And we need to let people um, see who we really are. We need to let the walls down so they can actually care and actually pray with us. And that takes vulnerability. If we can learn to be vulnerable, we're gonna find actually, we're gonna grow as human beings. We're gonna get stronger. And we're gonna create deeper relationships from that place of vulnerability. If you feel lonely, if you feel disconnected, let me, let me just let you know that there are people around you in this community who care about you, who believe in you. Maybe they just don't see what's going on. It's gonna require you to lay down your walls, let people see in. Come to church, come to dinner parties, get connected into what's happening. 
The fourth pain that we've got to go, for, go, go through sometimes is despair. And despair is that, 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 that place you're in where it feels like there's no hope. It feels like there's no opportunity. That the future has been shut down. And it's often a dark place where our imagination shuts down and we can't see a way out. And that was difficult over the last few years because, because it was so uncertain. What's in the future? What's coming up? Where can I go? And all of our sort of ability to imagine and plan had been shut down. We're starting to get that back. And I, I really believe that, that God wants us to dream again of the future. God wants us to imagine again of the future and, and, and begin to stir ourselves to dream again. You see, you can only really discover hope in despair. Hope that is not birthed in despair is not really that. That is just positive, sort of optimistic, like, oh, it's great. See, 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 hope is anchored in a person. It's only in a dark place that you can actually truly experience hope. Hope that things will be different. Hope that there will be change in the future. Hope that God will lead you through. It's in our despair we're actually going to find there is hope. Let me speak over you today. Some of you have got dark stuff in your mind right now. But let me speak over you that there is hope. Some of you have got worries and pressures and cost of living and energy and all sorts of things. You've got family in different places in the world, different political environments, and and you're worried and, and you're feeling weighed down. Let me speak over you right now that there is hope. Why? Not just because of sort of optimism, not just sort of blind faith. No, because of Jesus. That's the word for you today. Take heart for I have overcome the world. The spirit that is in you is greater than the spirit of this world. Look, I don't know what the world is doing on the macro level, but let me speak over your life in the micro level that God is for you. It doesn't matter what happens around you. It matters what God is doing in your life. God is for you today. I believe there is hope. Hope for today, hope for tomorrow, hope for this year. This is going to be a good year for you. Uh, The fifth thing, pain that we often have to walk through is disappointment. And uh, disappointment is hard. Uh, Disappointment is when our expectations are not what we hoped they would be. Uh, Where things did not transpire as we expected them to be. And so disappointment sets in and it makes us a heart a little bit sick, a little bit tired. And we feel sad. And uh, disappointment is a great opportunity for us to learn how to trust God. Hey, it didn't happen then. But that doesn't mean it can't happen now. God, I don't understand what happened. But I'm going to trust you again. Come on, friends. Let's take a step of faith and begin to trust God with your future. Number six, rejection. When people reject you, when you feel a little bit abandoned, when you feel a little bit unseen, Man, it is our opportunity to go to God and learn that we are accepted by Him. The Bible says that we've been adopted into His family. And God chooses us. Even before the world was formed, God saw you and He loved you and He chose you. We could be rejected by everybody. Jesus was rejected by a lot of people. But we can find our identity in God and find our identity in the love of God and know that we are loved. And number seven, the seventh pain that we have to have to walk through is fear. Fear. Fear can be like a weight, a heavy weight that erodes our confidence, erodes our courage, and it paralyzes us. And uh, you might think, wow, what, what good can come out of fear? Well, <laughs> fear is quite amazing because, because it's in this place where we are paralyzed, where we realize we can make a decision to change something. And we can be there feeling like, I can't do anything. 
I, I can't risk that again. I can't risk failure again. I, I can't step out again. I love uh, what, what it says in the book of Joshua. God continually says to Joshua, be bold, be courageous. You know, uh, fear can be this opportunity to realize that the only thing that stops you is a decision on the inside. That's what courage is. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is actually birthed in fear. <laughs> Without fear, you can't have courage. If, if you weren't afraid, there wouldn't be anything courageous about it. But no, we're actually going to find that courage, decisions, I'm going to step out. Maybe you failed already, but you're going to step out again. You're going to go again. I, I see people right now, 2023, and you're feeling a little bit paralyzed because in 2022, you stepped out and you risked it and it didn't work. And I believe right now that the Holy Spirit wants to put a spirit of boldness on the inside of you. 2023, you're going to step out again. This is the season to step out again. We did Dream Builders last year. Some of you tried to build something, tried to start something. It didn't work. You got rejected. You got shut down. You got imposter syndrome. You felt, oh, I just don't think it's going to work. You, you stepped out. You got into debt. You messed it up. And I believe today, God, the Holy Spirit is going to put boldness on the inside of you. And this is the season to go again. See, God can build something on our weakness if we are willing to bring it to him. When we get stuck and we get stuck in our pain and we don't go to God, that's when we don't experience healing. But I believe today God wants to pour out healing into your life. You know, it's funny as I look for in my life and certain moments of pain that are marked for me. You know, I never design or wish those moments on other people. But I can honestly say that as I look through some of the brokenness of my life and I look at what God has been able to do, I realize that God is building strength on my weakness. When I look at my family environment that I grew up in and some of the things that I traveled through, and I realize that those are the moments have shaped everything about how I see family today. Now, I wouldn't wish that on anyone else, but I understand that actually the things that I walk through can become my greatest strength. And I believe that today over your life. Your weaknesses are always going to be a part of who you are. And the things that you travel through are always going to be part of your story. You can't make them disappear. The scars on the hands of Jesus were still there, but they became a testimony, a story of the power of God at work. And I believe over your life today, that your scars and your pain is going to be a testimony, a story of the goodness of God that you're going to share in the land. And that's why God lets us go through things, one, so that we would become stronger, but two, the story, the richness of your story that you will tell to this world. I'd love to pray for you just as we, we close today. And maybe some of you are, have found yourself stuck in, in one of those things. And you're not sure the way forward. I believe right now the Holy Spirit is going to bring comfort. It's going to bring healing. So Holy Spirit, I pray right now, God, over every person who's listening right now, every pain that we may be walking through, God, I thank you that you are a God of comfort. And you say, you've overcome this world. Take heart. So God, right now we reach out to you and we take heart. We take heart in you. God, we look to you as our source. We look to you as our strength. And God, we choose to trust in you. We let go of every disappointment, of every fear, of every pain. We let go of every despair. God, every person who feels like there's a dagger in our heart, we let go, God. We let, we let you be in charge. We let you be God. And we pray that healing flow in the name of 
Jesus. God bless you guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening today. I hope this has been helpful and encouraging. I'm also wondering if there's someone in your world who might benefit from hearing this message, then please do share it with them. Help us get the word out there. And of course, you can connect with us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and so on. Just look for C3 Reflect. For anything else, go to our website, c3reflect.church. Do hit subscribe, rate and review. Thanks so much. We appreciate you guys. Have a great day.